Welcome to Fresh Talk. I'm Chris. Kai. Dan. And uh, we're here today with another episode. I'm doing a soft intro. Why are you talking like you're on NPR? Hi. Yeah, this is Nick. Welcome to Fresh Talk. This is my NPR voice. <laughs> I'm going to sip this coffee here. And, Next, uh, Terry Gross. <laughs> good morning. Hi, I'm Terry Gross. I have the exact same voice. Uh, hey, well, with that said, here we are yet again for another episode. Thank hey, you for joining us. Um, we are here today to talk about uh, one of our all-time favorite shows. But before we get to that show, um, why don't we just hop right into what everybody's been up to? How's everybody doing? Checking in. Good. 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 Doing well. Good. Yeah, yeah, just you know, having a beer. Yeah, smooth. John over there in the uh, operating booth. How are you? John's doing good. Everybody's doing good. John is into these. Has anyone seen these e-cigarettes? These electronic cigarettes. I have. I see Lots them, of them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they're all over the place. And the commercials are incredible. It's like a bee actor walking down a beach. Like, oh, hey, yes. didn't <laughs> notice you were there. Something I've been meaning to talk to it's you like about. It's like Troy McClure. Yeah, it's totally it's Troy, Troy McClure. McClure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Time to take back your freedom. You know, it's, it's so ridiculous. Like, you know. Yeah, we're all there. Exactly. <laughs> we have a great bit of John. Sometimes I enjoy a smoke. You can't see it, but it's John's like a famous recording guy, and the commercial is the door opens, and John's back turned. He's like, oh, sorry, I didn't see it. And he swivels while the band's rocking, does the speech, and he's like, you know, we're all adults here, and turns back and hits like, nice take, boys. You know, like e-cigarettes. Print. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, those are crazy. John's smoking those, so that's what we're up to, John smoking cigarettes. Oh, right, an exciting thing happened this week. We jammed. Yeah, that's we did. true. We did. First Army time we got together for the first time in quite a while and surprisingly i i thought it was okay we were not horrible it was it was actually yeah it was better good than that you guys are selling it short i thought like i thought we were going to suck dicks yeah, I thought we, we, we did not yeah. even suck one dick. not even no. close to a hot bowl of dicks no no totally i mean one song had a ball or two exposed but <laughs> yeah, yeah there's definitely a little like maybe finally the force up drooping, we never sucked that yeah. dick there's no we doubt circumcised. about it yeah but um it was a good jam it was really fun and uh you know we're getting back in the saddle because we're gonna be rocking a show in january more on that to come soon but it was a great time you can see everybody jimmy yeah, was, was there he was alive and yeah, it's Aaron always good. Was there. It's always good when uh, we find out Jimmy's like not in jail or yeah, totally. I'm always just, it's always breathing. crisis with Jimmy. Like if that phone rings, it's not to be invited to some party in the Nard. It's like oh god, what did Jimmy do? You know. <laughs> but uh, it was great times, good jamming, good getting everybody back together. So starting to make We're a back little there music tomorrow again. actually. Yeah, well, that yeah. is tomorrow. We're practicing tomorrow. Yeah, we got yeah. that going on. Well, we got that going on shot. for us. We got that going on. And I have Which great nice. news. We uh, we had contact with our lost UK agent Ed. That was exciting. I actually Wait, had contact too? with him as well. <laughs> Excellent, excellent. Physical Both of you guys contact. at the same time? Like, what's no, going on? Uh, no, it wasn't physical contact. It was a, it, it was a WhatsApp messaging. WhatsApp. Didn't Fuck even hear his voice, him. so it may not have been him. It may have been a gnome just <laughs> using that eggy voice. Uh, eggy, you had a good guy. He makes me Great laugh. Yeah, I'll kill you last, one Eggy. Of, one of the greatest. Yeah, truly is, truly is. Well, hey, let's hop into um, if last week. We spent a lot of time on our underrated band. We like, did. A lot. It was Nerf Herder. We love Nerf Herder. It's worth it. But when, we, when I listened back to it, I was like, holy shit, half this like, podcast. We love Nerf Herder. Yeah, I have no regrets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no regrets. We have no regrets. So uh, this week's underrated band is, um, uh, I mean, I, I think about it sometimes, and I rank them pretty high and kind of one of my favorite bands ever. I know that sounds really extreme, wow, but in terms of how much I listen to them and how much I go back to them and how much they still really mean a lot to me, Hot Rod Circuit. <laughs> 
There we go. We have our first official effect. <laughs> hey, it was actually uh, right on time, too. Hot God, it was mad to happen um, eventually. Uh, uh, that's a band that, in my opinion, is the definition of an underrated band. Because yes. although they had success, they were on Vagrant Records. They had a very brief stint, I think, with Virgin Records. Um, they, was it Virgin? Yeah. They, yeah the Underground that, is a dying breed, great I think record so. too. But, you know, they were always opening after. up for great bands. They were always opening up for great bands, getting good tours. But I don't think they really ever really took beyond a real loyal fan base but nobody wrote relationship issue lyrics yeah. like andy jackson of hot rod circuit and not breakup songs not breakup but like, songs but like oh fuck songs yeah, yeah, like, you know just why like why can't we be cool fucking frustration you know? like why do you have to be such a fucking broad about this like just that difference between dudes and, <laughs> and but he broads. did it in a much more poetic way you know well, but that's course. a great song title why do you have to be such a broad about this <laughs> that's right that. put that in the pocket <laughs> yeah it's good but what a great band i mean uh to go back in their catalog virtually i mean to me they made one weak record if you will that was realities coming through they'd but, probably agree with you there but God, I mean, some of those records, some of those songs are so epic and passionate and strong. And I recently interviewed Chad from Newfound Glory for a newspaper article, and I asked him the question, what's a, what's a really underrated band to you? And his answer was Hot Rod Circuit. He was like, I never understood why they didn't get huge. He was like, I thought they just wrote such great songs. You know? What's oddly enough, uh, one of the first times I saw both those bands was together. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. I mean, at at a Skate Street in Ventura, California, oh, yeah. many, oh, yeah. many moons ago. And I saw Hot Rod at Skate Street too, and, they and were the Killing and the Killingtons. They were the first those. band I saw I that had them there. I saw them with Ruby Fish. Panties. There was a rage in like 2003 where every band was making G strings, us included. Yep. And I remember there was Hot Rod because Circuit G strings. That's where we saw it. We're like, that's fucking genius. Yeah, we, we ripped off panties from Hot Rod Circuit. But go panties back, dropping. check out. The that's catalog. how they influenced our band, <laughs> Panties. <laughs> Kai, what are, do you know off the top of your head? Some of the really solid records are theirs. The, the, what's the the big one that? Um, Sorry about tomorrow. Sorry about tomorrow. That is a perfect record front to, to back like and just i i, mean, I can't explain when, to you how many times they did I've that comeback that. the underground is a dying breed is a great record great u.s royalty is a great oh song my, dude that's that song is it's that's close uh, to a perfect song. so good so good and uh and the, some of their earlier records are incredible too their very first ep is a four song ep you can get it on been there smoke that which is kind of like a compilation of their older material every song on that's incredible i mean it's just sadie hawkins i'm, I'm thinking of song titles mm, now yeah. you know uh, you Dude, they, and they just and they put out an EP like two years ago, and we actually got back together. I think we bit. all went and saw the show, or like most of us did, including John. I don't think Dan was. I there. wasn't there. But like a lot of us actually crewed up and went and, and watched and, that and shit. You know, it's rare we go to shows together. Together, I mean, right? especially know. like we we trekked down to LA. We got a van. It was good times. Uh, but, but we made that show and it was great. Put out a three song EP that was great. Had a wonderful song on it called "Forgive Me," which was great good song. as anything they did. And they did a cover of that Super Drag song, "Who Sucked Out the Feeling" mm. or "Sucked Out." I think it's called. And, and great it's song. just a great song. And and Hot Rod's version is just as it's good. It's great. And they're not really together anymore. But the singer um, does have a band called Sloss Minor, and I really really recommend. Recommended. I believe they only have one or two songs out there, but you know, if you get into Hot Rod Circuit or you go back and discover Hot Rod Circuit, again, we've talked about this, but a lot of bands, a member or two will still be making music, and, and he still is. And he was the main songwriter in Hot Rod, so you yeah. can... But this guy writes just some amazing, passionate, relationship-based yeah. lyrics. I he's mean, got some some crazy situation where he like has a bunch of fucking kids because he's from the and, South And he had or a something. bunch of kids early so, on. Like, I think, Alabama like, or something, aren't they? He, like, that frustration's real. Yeah, you know, I, he's I, not writing in character. 
hair he's got, as he a had character. Great, like on tour, arguing on the phone songs. And oh, I can remember I, I being on tour and arguing <laughs> with the significant other. <laughs> Many and times. then the first thing I wanted to do was listen to Hot Rod Circuit because it was like this. Sometimes guy I would just put me. that song on and put the phone down and walk away and let yeah. him argue for me. <laughs> Are you listening? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be back in three minutes. Yeah, but that's still a band I go Think back about to what you've done. all the time and love. So that's that's our underrated band of the week, Hot Rod Circuit. They are fantastic. So yeah. let's get into our topic so we don't spend two hours talking about Hot Rod yeah. Circuit. Really quick, we love before we get so any much. further, I just got to put a, a plug in okay. that uh, we warmed up tonight and today, to, it's a Tuesday, we're recording this, so you'll get it on Soon. Whenever that Sunday is. Sunday probably. But uh, R. Kelly's black panties dropped, and let me tell you, it, <laughs> that was a very weird sentence exactly what Even you dying to say it, though. <laughs> yeah. Chris got really excited. I, I, actually, I do. That, anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, and it is everything you've, well, I've hoped for. It's, now, really quick, tell us about your R. Kelly infatuation, because yeah, you love R. Kelly. Yes. And I love him because he's hilarious. Like he's, I mean, I think his songs are great. This is the weird part of it. It's like with that thing where you st- it starts out as a joke and then you like take become serious and you don't know when that happened when the switchover was. Anyway, yeah, yeah, totally. he happens a lot is, in relationships. <laughs> RB singer writes, produces his own sh- all his songs. Like I mean, he's like self records it. He does his own thing, and all of his songs for I mean, this dude ha- was started when we were kids. He's still going strong. Puts out at least one record a year forever. And every single song is about fucking. And he does not repeat himself. <laughs> I mean, we were listening to a song before this. You guys heard it. It is called it is called Marry the Pussy. And it is about just that. Not marrying a person. It's insane. I, I think he's well, hilarious, I, but I also think his songs are good. So here's the weird thing. It's like it's like Tenacious D. It's great, but it's fucking funny too. And I don't. And he's completely serious. But I mean, I can, there, this is a whole podcast. But you, I just wanted to Ladies say, that, man, if you didn't pick up on that, R. Kelly has a song in his new record called "Marry the Pussy," and and there's like a four minute sketch before, which is completely that ridiculous. It, that is even weirder than that <laughs> concept of that song. And I assure you, it's not a song about a cat named Mary. No, it's not. It's about a. Vagina. <laughs> it's about matrimony and and vagina. Yeah, he not, actually, not even a vagina. Just 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 the, vagina. The he just wants to marry concept. vagina. Yeah, he wants yeah. to marry the larger concept of like basically he wrote a love song to fucking, which is sort of what he's always done. But now it was like it's like to the he just ran out of specific it's, it's ideas. Ambiguous now. Yeah, it's, it's like like yeah, like, marry the pussy. I, I can't. It's kitchen sex is over. Like I'm just gonna <laughs> marry the pussy. Mm. What else can you do? Well, I guess the next record we'll have Eat it like an Oreo or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Song title joke. Pussy. So now at least we've got to the bottom why Kai has always uh, raved about. Because if you, if, if anyone follows Kai on Twitter at Obi One Kai at some point I'd say in a month period you're going to get yourself an R Kelly tweet. Absolutely, especially yeah. now that yeah. the records out. Yeah, and dude, but it's I mean, Black it's, Panties dropped by R Kelly, and Kai will be dropping some R Kelly tweets. Yeah, guaranteed. you can go to blackpantiesdrop.dropping.com right now and send a pantygram to your friends if you want. That's a true thing you Fantastic. can do. Fantastic. And if you have not seen Trapped in the right Closet, now. the full-length uh, motion picture, <laughs> which, which it is, then you're ridiculous and you have to do that immediately. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, R&B singers, uh, guess who I met on Friday night? Brian McKnight. Oh, that's yeah. he's like smooth jazz now. Smooth yeah, like, I know. He's like chilled out. Yeah, 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 pussy. yeah. He's not writing Mary the Pussy, yeah. for sure. A lot of mornings but waking nice up to guy. that asshole fucking mm-hmm. smooth jazz. Hey, yeah, I'm going to play y'all song. Mm, shut the fuck up. You I don't like that I smooth R&B. Yeah. Smooth jazz worst. is bullshit, the man. It, it took, the whole point of jazz is it's 
full of soul, and smooth jazz is just smoothing the soul out of it. It's bullshit. It's fucking white people nonsense. Yeah, I have a lot of problem with a lot of musical genres these <laughs> days. Not to be so racist against white people, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because I inadvertently grew up on that because that's all my parents listened to when I was a kid. That's so not I true. Have... They had an autographed Peter nope. Yarrow CD. I found it. But they didn't listen to it when I was a kid in the uh, car. Second taking week in a row that Peter Yarrow has come up. What's going <laughs> what on could with that music? mean? It I must did be get Hanukkah. One, one person on Twitter requested like, hey, you got any demos of that Hitler Yarrow song? <laughs> I thought that was really funny. I guess you're going to have to write it. Simon out there, wherever you are, you, you gave me a chuckle with that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll lay Simon. that track down for you. Anyway, sorry anyway. for the detour. So let's let's get to our so yes the new so Kells. we're all doing really good. We have jammed. Hot Rod Circuit is our underrated band, and R. Kelly's R. new Kelly's record still has dropped. Black panties. Um. So topic of the week, we are here to talk about one of the greatest TV shows, bar none, ever. of any style, any genre. A show that has had such influence, it's hard to even comprehend, and a show that simply just gets. Better and better, or at yeah. least maintains its brilliance. More Kid Mindy? <laughs> the Simpsons? Yeah, was, can we guess? That was such a good intro, too. And now you got me thinking about Robin Williams. Because he's back on TV with some stupid show I called know. The Crazies. It's Who like, Robin, come on, man. Um, anyway, we're talking about away, Patch South Adams. Park. Ah, the best show ever. One of them. Hallelujah. Let's, Sorry, let's start in the early South Park. Kai. Uh, the quickie on how it began for someone that doesn't know. As a, it was a short of about Christmas time. I mean, it's appropriate now, but it was basically Jesus versus Santa and the battle for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Who's more important? And it was, they, I mean, they made it, it was short. It, and it was one of those things that this is before the internet or before the internet was successful. And it, yes. it, it, it passed around on like BBS boards. And VHS tapes. And VHS tapes. Oh. I actually fed my, had my copy with the VHS tape that one dude had it and mm. fucking went around. It was almost kind of like a dirty cartoon, you know? Yeah. And it was just basically this cartoon that looked very childlike, but there was cussing and a lot of cussing. A lot of cussing. Violence, and people and love the hell out and of it. And it. I and mean, this, yeah, this was the '90s, and things were different then, children. Yeah, I mean, I can never. I it's that just that's like beef's butter. Any of the shows we sit down and like, I remember exact like my mind expanding watching that. Like, oh yeah. my god! And early he days of the internet, he before just said was, shit and dildo. Before the word viral meant what it means today, it went viral yeah. and got picked up by Hollywood, and ultimately the two guys that made it. And then we know you probably know the story. Basically, they um, got. A cartoon show on Comedy Central called South Park that they and put on late because it was so like the MPAA was like what and when South fuck? Park yeah. first came on it was somewhat shortly after I had moved to California I think it was like it was 97. not long it was my senior it was year 97. in high school I oh, it was 97 okay it was 97 so I remember when this show came out it was such a rage it yes. was so popular this is true that people were having South Park parties yes. and you know who had the big one in town was Owen Busey. Owen in Army of Freshmen would have a South Park party and what's weird is this is really weird now to think of it Army of Freshmen and South Park have kind of existed kind of the same birthday in the same in the same, same kind of maybe year. would not have existed maybe nobody we would never hung out yeah that's weird but he was having South Park parties and it got so big that the <laughs> local newspaper we were in the freaking paper about this came to Owen's house and did an 
article on South Park parties and how big the show is getting. And there's a picture. I think it's you. No, or, it's Aaron. It's Aaron. It's Aaron. And that beat up old chair of yeah, Owens that used to fall Owens over. He's screaming at laughter watching South Park. And this is like right after he freaking like quit college. So his poor parents <laughs> must have been like, our, our son's in the paper uh, with a volleyball scholarship. <laughs> if anybody didn't know, Aaron had a volleyball scholarship to college. Leaves college because they, they got rid of the volleyball program. <laughs> they did. They, they killed the program. <laughs> they killed the program. He leaves, moves back to Ventura, and he's hanging out at watching cartoons and he's in the paper watching tunes you know? at Owen's apartment <laughs> totally unbelievable great time so I remember the Christmas after that that came was out the first major episode that was like just go, go ahead oh yeah the first appearance of Mr. Hank absolutely but I'm, I'm even before that I'm saying that that Christmas that that came out in that Christmas 97 into 98 there was one South Park t-shirt on the market because it came up. It wasn't too – it was a, still a new show by the time Christmas came around. They, oh, yeah. They marketed this. So there was one t-shirt that was out, and it was a white t-shirt with all four of the kids oh, yeah, on I it. I remember the shirt. Their Absolutely. fronts on the front and their backs on the back and the little South Park yes. sign. And I shit you not, when you came back from Christmas break, you know, everybody wears whatever new yeah, dud they yeah, get. They're yeah. stoked on our high school, well, not ours, but the high school I went to with Owen and, and Aaron, <laughs> I swear to God, probably a significant percentage, probably 10% of that school all had this shirt. It was, it was amazing. It was like a uniform. It yeah. was the most ridiculous, similar, weird thing Similar I've seen phenomenon in a with the Simpsons. I remember the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The Simpsons Icarumba came out. Like I, it's the first time it's I my saw short one shirt. of those. Yeah. Uh, Bart Simpson with the skateboard. Yeah, totally. Oh, God, God, this was weird because it was one shirt, one color. No options. Mm-hmm. And you just knew who the and cool I kids was, were at that point. You're like, you get it. Yeah. Kind of, but it was like it was a little I mean, it was a large percentage and of now kids. It wasn't if just you, the if you go back to watch point. the early South Parks, the one thing that you can note is they're not nearly as vulgar or as offensive or or even culturally like, you know, Carmen gets an anal probe and like the adventures are very they're small they in scale. Done you know? weekly but like I would, it is now. It well and I would also argue that that is because of South Park, like they're the ones that push the envelope to where it is now, yeah. Yeah. and they seem tame by comparison because of what they've done. They pushed their own envelope and made it for everybody else that does cartoons to go and, further. And there general, is to do no family cartoons. I think, like even live action shows, they do and say things that if if a brand new show came out and some white dudes said some of the shit they say. <laughs> There would be hell. They'd be Michael Richards. Yeah. They yes. poked fun of that. I mean, they, and then they really started to move into kind of so, like attacking celebrities, which is, and which is still sort of their forte. But, you know, at first they it was celebrity attack. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. That's where they started. And, and that's right. where they really, to me, caught their stride. But they're they also, just so excellent at setting up pop culture. Yeah. You know? and, but it's also, they keep so relevant. They keep so current. But they also did things besides making fun of them where they'd have celebrity guest voices like in the first season where they had George Clooney. Yeah. And they make George Clooney, the, who at the time is still one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah. And he's he's a dog. And he was one of <laughs> really? he was one of the key people in Hollywood that spread that around. Yeah. He well, used to do his yeah. Christmas card yeah. and send it. And at the time, if you got a Christmas card from George Clooney or an email from George Clooney with that in it, you know, I mean, you know, like you said, as big as big. So South Park just kind of, you know, it's not the phenomenon that it is, but it has these years where it's just stable and just occurring and getting better and pushing the envelope and very almost like like in a smart way. Yeah. Like, well, oh, no there one was very, very much in a smart way. There is a transition. There is, there is. Wouldn't you say it's, at some I, point? Like seasons three, four, maybe into five, probably five at switch, but like three and four for sure. They sort of had run the, okay, these are kids that say shit and fucking dildo. And now we're like, 
were trying to actually say something like and, and have because the original novelty was kids being profane and yeah. crazy. It was Kid, it was the initial novelty. It was, you know? and they there was this sh- the shift where all of a sudden they started talking about things like you know Streisand eating or was it the Streisand, Streisand effect the Streisand effect <laughs> or the Sally Struthers eating all that yeah. you know, live aid food and all that Brian like, Boitano Brian, exactly and they but they oh, did it God. in such a subtle and smart way couched in their the like movie <laughs> couched in their you know crass humor that like you didn't even notice that they were being smart until you're like oh my god these guys are fucking geniuses yeah. Yeah. they're like they're making social commentary in every almost every episode yeah. and you're and like then what? then the movie comes out yeah, they get South a movie park slowed down a tiny it bit did. in terms of popularity yes but then they put out a movie <laughs> at the peak of their success when musical, people were kind of burnt out on it at that yeah. point like the people that really the people that wore that shirt after that Christmas were like uh, I don't know man yeah. it's you know and then the movie is a masterpiece and it's a musical and it's it's a music. <laughs> How big are your balls to put out something that is now the smart kids have kind of left you alone, and now the only people that are still watching your shows are kind of the dipshits that mm. cl- that came on later, and you put out a fucking musical that's brilliant. Uh, the whole movie's brilliant, and it holds up, man. You can watch that at any time, and correct me if I'm wrong. It was either nominated for or won an Academy Award yes, from for the music. For music. And Matt Sullivan and Parker went to the Academy Awards, uh, the yes. Oscars, in dresses. They Drag. showed up, and, and and one of them had on J Lo's dress that had like that tit malfunction. Yeah, yeah. Not only were they in drag, but they were on acid. I mean, what was, I mean. How what, big are your balls? Yeah, I mean, they literally got away. They, they don't got, give a fuck. They also got so big that they put, they made a movie where they actually starred in it as themselves, which yeah. was basketball, basketball. Which a lot of people consider sort of like a, a, a classic. Which it's, also it's an underground co-stars hit. Real Big Fish. In Real Big Fish. Indeed. Future yeah. underrated band. And Nerf Herder is on the soundtrack. soundtrack. Great yeah. soundtrack, Mojo Records. Yeah, good soundtrack. Goldfinger, and, uh, all those, all those yeah. bands. Yeah, that was like when Ska was hot. Like yeah. the whole oh, yeah, sound, yeah, like yeah, every absolutely. movie Best cover of Take song. On Me you've ever heard. Yeah, sure. yeah, that is true. Um, so, so they have the movie. The movie's great. And then, again, they just keep pushing that kind of social commentary. And people know that South Park's always on, but I feel, at least myself, I got away from it a little bit. Not that I didn't like it, but I just didn't have my eye on it. And then, you know, a couple years later, everybody, including you guys, are like, yo, have you tuned into South Park lately? Like, it's on another level. Like, it's gotten better. Uh, they yeah. did it again. And then yeah. there was that glory period where they were, you know, the World of Warcraft stuff. Oh, the, uh, you know, um, that that whole... I don't Imagination know, the, land. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, there's just... I, I home run on. episodes yeah. where you would be on tour and you'd break it out and every single episode was laugh out loud yeah. and more vulgar and more social. But but they moved into social commentary because, where they weren't just yeah. going after celebrities. Now they were talking about actual Issues as they're happening. Yes, the brilliance of them is they make their episodes the week they air, which is just insane. If you, if you guys, anyone out there has not seen the documentary Six Days of South Park about the making of an episode, it's you owe yourself. If you love that, if you like that show in any way, my god, and so basically, well, every other show, if something happens, even if it's something that's like slight it's not a lasting impact in society but it happens that they could they can play on it it's yeah. just it's just brilliant it's and remarkable they do. and and you think something like that would have slowed down or burn out or not nearly as good or run its course but it keeps 
going yeah. to the point that the other night you guys were texting me about the oh most God. recent Game of Thrones episode, my which I hadn't seen. So you? therefore, I basically had to avoid all the text when you guys were talking back and forth because I haven't seen it. It wouldn't have made yeah. any sense. We were no, it, no, it wouldn't. We were, I, we were, we were I was good. aware you on that chain. I wouldn't fuck you like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they're still just oh. home run balls. I mean, some of the funniest stuff that's on TV, She's period. Snooking or snooze. Period. <laughs> throughout the year is, is South Park. I mean, you know, yeah. every year they have a couple episodes that are literally amongst the funniest things on television. That most, the most recent three, there'll be a new one tomorrow. It's a trilogy. It's a it's trilogy. Un, it's, and it's, it's on so many levels because you think they start the story arc and you're like, okay, this is funny. And then it's got Game of Thrones references and it's got, you know, next gen console references. And you're like, okay, that's where they're going. And then it just keeps going and it gets deeper and there's another <laughs> level of satire and another level, level of comedy. And it's by the third, you're like, they were making jokes about Xbox in the beginning. How did we get yeah, and the, here? The writing, the writing, the writers that they have on that show oh. are just absolute geniuses, you know? And, and they switch them every season. I mean, it's, it's a very small group of dudes. They get a couple of dudes. They do a retreat. They ride it. And then fucking Trey, Matt, and they'll get like one other dude mm. to sit through the season and hash out each episode. It's it's kind of nuts, man. But. That's just wild. And and um, those guys are – I'll tell you my Trey Parker story. This is a true story. Um, it happened uh, last year. Some backstage at the Hollywood Bowl for the Brad Paisley concert because, you know, I know people. And uh, I really don't. I, it was a weird thing. I actually knew the guy that was doing the catering. But anyway, I'm backstage at the Hollywood I was Bowl. The catering trucks. <laughs> I was, and I was backstage at the Hollywood Bowl, and uh, you know everybody's watching the show. And who walks in backstage of the catering? It's all beneath, and the show's happening. Trey Parker. Uh, My heart skips a beat because this guy is a, he's a legend. He's literally in the cartoon world, a living legend. You and know? he's one of those dudes that's not like man about town. Yeah, I wouldn't you even know, say you in the cartoon world. I'd say in just popular culture. Yeah. Like yeah, a especially legend. with the whole, you know, moving into the Book of Mormon and all the different <sighs> fields that story, they've conquered. Yeah. It's a whole different story. They're about to ego. So Aaron and I have a, and we've had for years and we've never really gotten it off the ground to this day. We're still working on it and still, we will, at some point you will see it, but we have a cartoon She's show called LA. The Spank. Sinatra show. And obviously, if you write a cartoon and it's dirty and filthy like this is, um, South Park is your God. You know, these guys are the guys that you want to meet. I swallowed my, my courage and I was very, very nervous because I was going up to this guy in an environment that you probably wouldn't. And I told him about my cartoon and said, Sir, how does someone get that to someone like you? What he did right there said, Hey, man, I know it's a nightmare trying to get stuff to people. He's like, uh, Take down this address really quick. He gives me an address and gives me a name, and it's essentially the other associate producer of South Park. And he says, send it and to Garfino. her. Yep, that's exactly what it was. He said, send it to her. I guarantee you somebody at some point will look at it. Just say it's requested material on the front from Trey. And I mean, that guy didn't have to do hell, that. Hell he no. didn't have to be nice to me. He had every right to say, dude, I'm going to fucking concert. Leave me alone. He gave me an address. To freaking send, you know, an idea that God knows how good or bad it is to, to, to his company. And I mean, even if nobody ever saw that, it was such a classy thing to do, which to me, he w is still in some ways that same dude that made that cartoon sure, yeah, that I went agree. around virally. He is a lot richer. I don't yeah. even think you can imagine how much money those guys have. It's on that sick, sick, yeah. sick, super rich level. But um, 
He's still a good dude. dude I, I met Random Matt Stone at a Radiohead concert in LA. Same thing. Just He was fucking by the hot dog stand with some broad, and I walked up. I'm like, first of all, I'm interrupting him with a lady. Second of all, I'm interrupting him with a concert. Yeah, Trey Parker had a sweet lady, too. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, I just got to be cool really quick. So I just walked up. Hey, man, just want to say I'm a huge fan. He's like, oh, cool, thanks. What's your name? Hey, I'm Matt. I'm like, well, obviously, you don't need to introduce yourself, man. <laughs> like, I came up to you. Like, wanted to hang out? Can I buy you a beer? Like, he was, like, ready to bro down. I'm like, dude, I didn't want to make you uncomfortable. You're making me uncomfortable. Like, just just legit fucking dudes. You had to bro right? down? I mean, like, yeah. Bro off? I, yeah. <laughs> so, so, God damn it. So, let's, let's talk really quick about, um, there's South Park, the history of it, the importance of it. Um, Kai, I know it's a tough question, but throw out a couple of your- It's not, it's not for Kai. <laughs> it's not. I have a <laughs> He has one very- favorite He episode. has a favorite. Single okay. yeah, okay. favorite Give it to us. I, I was going to say, gonna say it, give me some favorites. Well, throw a couple that you like and then build up to the one you love. Oh, boy. Ones I like. I got a list right there. I mean, the- It's 17 seasons worth, so it's, yeah, it may take a minute. I love the, the one with Hillary Clinton where they plant a, the a WMD, the snook in her sniz. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I think the the satire on Paris Hilton. Yes. I oh, mean, stupid yeah. stone whore. Stupid. When when her Incredible. when that dog in the scene is just struggling with that pistol with its paw <laughs> yeah. and eventually just pulls the trigger and kills itself. I mean, like. Once I stopped laughing, I was like, God, that's exactly how I feel every time I look at that broad. Like yeah, I yeah. fucking get it, and you're a dog, and you can't do it. You can't change the channel. Like. Oh God! Just it's remarkable. so good. They're they're they just nail exactly what I mean. The, the Jersey Shore episode. <laughs> oh my God! Like, the way they go uh, after Snooki. Snooki. Yeah. She's this crazy and monster with a beaver tail. you want somebody to go after that show. You want somebody yes. to tear yeah. up the Jersey Shore and go to that next level and really point out how yeah. awful it is. And those guys constantly, the things they go after are the things that at least me or and many of people that I hang out with are like. Thank God somebody went after that hard. I mean, you know? what about? I swear to God, sometimes like they just occasionally write an episode <laughs> yes. and I know just to like, okay, we heard about this guy named Kai <laughs> in, in Ventura that watches our show that always won't shut the fuck up about it. So we wrote him an episode. Here's one. When there is yes. the hippie outbreak and there's a hippie jam band <laughs> festival that grows and grows and grows. So the only way to stop this is by Cartman to burrow into them and play Slayer. Yeah. I mean – Jesus Christ. It's written like, for it's you. It's combining what I love and hate in like yeah. every... Yeah, it's, it's so, a cool so episode. It's a Star Wars reference. favorite. Your all-time favorite. all-time favorite. And this is going to surprise people because it's not necessarily one that's well-known, really, if you think about it. It's got a cult following. It does. I mean, it really does. Because, I mean, it is, it's, it's the Scott Tennerman episode. Oh, Scott say. Tennerman must die. That <laughs> payback moment... <laughs> When Cartman is sitting there and Radiohead walks up and he's basically explaining to this kid that got Cartman to, he sold him some pubes and fucked fucked with him and like his revenge on this like, you know, an older kid picking on a little kid. Cartman's revenge is so deep and you don't, you don't see it coming. The whole way he's, you, you really... They're slide of handing you in this one direction, <laughs> and it turns out that he killed Scott Tennerman's parents and got Scott Tennerman to eat his parents in chili. Is is just I I can think of maybe three, four, five times I have laughed that hard and that deeply, and that that kind of laugh that is so 
not in your control where you're you you start keep laughing so hard yeah, that you yeah. think maybe there's the hiccups to, like harm may come to me at some point like <laughs> i've seen roger rabbit one too many times i think like i might end up like one of those fucking weasels this uh, is that's a true story that's amazing that yeah. moment i and it's still just and I, I i'm it. happy to say it the first time i saw that was with you God, in the van God. so dan how about you and, what are some you, of your faves well just to Revisit uh, Scott Tenderman must die for just a second. <laughs> okay, you could have stopped at Chili Con Carnival. Yeah, like, that is yes. so funny in and of itself. And then to go on to where they go is just un- unbelievable. And, like, and not only does he eat his parents, he eats his parents, starts crying in front of his favorite Radio band, Andy. and then his favorite band makes fun <laughs> of him. Calls him a pussy. My uh, God, it's just that. In that mm. is exactly why they're brilliant. It's yeah. they're just the level they go. They go so just layers and layers of. What, what what do you got, Dan? What do you got? I mean, there's there's so many. Scott Tanner must. There's must so die. many. I mean, we. You, there's no way. Been, yeah. <clears throat> this is this is a whole week's worth of episodes. Um. God, well, okay. I'll build up to my to one of my favorites, but the um. Jesus, I'm looking through the list here, getting lost. Stupid spoiled horror is amazing. Oh, which one's that? That's the the uh, Paris Hilton one. Oh yeah, yeah the yeah, Britney yeah. Spears one. The Britney yeah. Spears is incredible. She. <laughs> Blows her head off yeah. and lives. is still alive. I mean, there was a <laughs> yeah. period like if you're a, if you're Britney Spears and you're watching that, that's fucking crazy. And that was like when like I was like, dude, this fucking broad's gonna die soon. Yeah, because people were saying that. Yeah, and they just happening. came out yeah. and said it and did know? it. Yeah. And the oh god, uh, yeah. butters butters bottom bitch where butters is oh, the pimp. My oh my god, yeah. dude, butters in general is so good. Oh, what well, a so, so this character. is the thing. Like they'll have episodes that are uh, you know really socially aware and commentary on society and politics, like the you know uh, douche and a turd sandwich, like <laughs> all this stuff about modern society. And then they'll have like butters being a pimp. Yeah, like, they just come back and keep it really topical and funny sometimes. One of my favorite <laughs> moments in all of South Park that is recurring is any time that there's a stall and the kids go up to like pee standing up like in a dude's room <laughs> and they'll all stand yes. next to each other and Butters drops the kids all the way to the ground because everyone knows that kid. There's always one it's, kid. It's, it's Butters. Just that kind of writing is, yeah. God, it's so funny. It's over. They just, they just so nailed it. Uh, I mean, there's, there's so many of the recent ones too that are, they're just still so funny. The uh, the human centipad. Oh man, like, you love that one. I do. You too. love that one, but it's so because that was a season opener and it, it didn't was. knock me out. But oh man, I'm I'm into that one. Read a book, J Man. <laughs> oh. or, or, or read a terms of service. Uh, the Mike's oh, yes, my. I see dead celebrities oh. is incredible. The <laughs> the Will Smith one. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna go burn a little tea on their lawn for time to leave I mean it's so racist think about how that ends oh, oh I'm so glad we got rid of all those riches <laughs> I mean like yeah. think about how that ends is that, is that the one where he starts out where he says the n-word n-word yeah, yeah. He, he says it and they cut off like I mean if anyone else would do that like oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even laugh I was like oh shit uh, we were looking for naggers <laughs> yeah, a different one I know different one. it's I still know. so oh, good that one too that yeah yeah so, so what? Their racism is. I mean, it's just, dude. The the. But they take they, they like the Scientology the one. They take the piss out of racism. They do the Scientology know? one, the there's Mormon a, one. They're not there's racist. There's a couple Scientology mm. ones. My well, one of my all time favorites, and again, it's probably a sleeper, is definitely the fish sticks episode. Oh, oh God. yeah, Dan. <laughs> when that episode came out, 
It was all you could talk about, it dude. It was. Dan did that still fish sticks. <laughs> I made a ringtone of that yeah. fucking song for my phone, my flip phone at the time. Like, I mean, it was all you had to do to get Dan to smile was do that bit, dude. You literally were obsessive about it's that. Still episode. so funny. I agree. And just Kanye doing Kanye everything. They're beating up Carlos Mencia. I mean, there's so, so many levels. Weird of human insanity of Kanye probably works. Now that episode works now it's more even more than it now. did then. And like he, Car- Carlos- he still didn't figure it out. Like he still didn't be like, man, maybe I'm a fucking asshole. Have they done the Kardashians yet? Have they gone after them yet? I, 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 feel I don't like think so. Not like they need to. I don't think yeah. they have at all. Actually, okay, I'm gonna get to some of mine here um, and try and build up like you guys did the, their favorites. Uh, the the Make Love Not Warcraft episode yeah, is brilliant. That actually won an Emmy. I mean, just yeah. when they well, go they to the Blizzard different... to come and do the graphics. Yeah, when and... they do the different animation, it's so brilliant. Stan! Oh, when he When he says, Mom! Bathroom! Bathroom! <laughs> when she comes down with that bowl and he shits <laughs> and they show that shit splatter over his mom, I oh. died. I mean, just died. And the fa- I just thought of one the that fa- we got to talk oh, about. The freaking, um, the, you can't give the sword of justice to <laughs> yeah. you. I mean, like, such an amazing fucking episode. I love that episode. Um, let me think about some other ones here. I got I get an interesting one for you. Um, uh, Go, God, Go which is the episode where he's waiting for the video game system, but he's thrown in time because he's iced oh, out. Oh, God, yeah. it's, it's a, a classic. two-parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like, that's, that's Oh My Science. It's yeah. one of my favorites. They, yeah. go, they go after which you know religion in that in a big way, but my God. With the beavers. When, when they do the freaking <laughs> Buck Rogers thing and little fat Carmen is frozen in ice <laughs> and he's spinning and they play the music and they do the countdown of the old 70s. Do, 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 do. So brilliant. So good. Um, one episode that was huge in sort of that middle area where they were sort of transitioning to get a little more cultural, Tally. Absolutely. When Tally was first hey introduced, you, every, you couldn't no go tally. anywhere without everybody doing and it. Everybody That's knows Tally, dude. The everybody the has Tally as, as a buddy. And he's got that, that Tally buddy. I have a towel. That's Tally. The. Oh. Right. Does it get anything? <laughs> yes. Anything with Mr. Hanky? I mean, the first Mr. Hanky Christmas yeah. episode. True story. Thought Owen was having a South Park party. Went to his house. It was the Christmas episode. Hadn't seen it yet. It was like they. No one was there. Owen used to keep his damn door open. It was like a party house. You got. That's so weird to think that Owen had a party apartment of anybody in the that. band. I remember wrestling, but too. he did. <laughs> we went in there. I went in by myself. I sat on his couch. Watched <laughs> that episode. It was the first Christmas one where Hanky's introduced. I screamed with laughter alone, screaming laughter, like couldn't stop laughing. When that shit's bouncing around that room, like, and he's <laughs> singing that song, honey, honey, oh. I mean, before, now everybody knows that, but the first time you oh, saw yeah. that, it was just epic. Um, and then you go for my all-time- Poochie train. All-time favorite, if I had a pick- The Poochie train. Uh, <laughs> Poochie train. Oh. Um, well, actually, what's the episode? It's a tally Christmas episode, but the one where- Jesus goes to Iraq. Do you remember oh, this yeah. one? Yeah. And he's like, there's something I need to tell you, my children. Taliban. The Yo, Taliban. Oh, yes, yes, the Taliban. When Jesus does, there's something, there's something I need to tell you, my children. Jesus is packing heat. And he just starts murdering <laughs> everyone. That's a great bit. But all-time favorite, I'm going for straight toilet humor. When Randy yeah, takes the you. biggest crap in the world. <laughs> yes. How many currics? Uh, 
Insane. So many levels again. Insulting Katie Couric, using her as a method that you measure Bono. shit. Talking shit on Bono. Insulting Bono. I I, I I do a horrible impression of it, but you've guys heard me do it a hundred times. Yes. But when fucking Bono just people of the world, and he was like, last night I took a Couric that raged, you know, like 25 on the scale. It's the new world record. And they're showing pictures of him. And they cut to Bono. <laughs> Praying to the deuce. <laughs> it just murders me. Bono fucking literally genuflecting to the massive shit, dude. And it turns out that Bono is obsessed with being number one because he's a number, number two, two and he's shit. And at the end of that episode, when Randy takes that shit and he spins on it and goes higher and higher. It's, it's a Fucking masterpiece, dude. I mean, I screamed with laughter. You, <laughs> you did. Know? I remember. And that's, that's what's great about a comedy show what is if, when you can talk about it and still laugh. What about the first moment where he's like, you got to come in here. You got to see Sharon, 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 Sharon. Stan, come see what your old, come see your dad did. Come see your old man did. Guarding God, the deuce. Guarding it, spraying, like misting yeah. it with a mister. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So what are you doing for Trey? Every, here's the fucking PFJ amazing tanks. part is every single man at some point in life has done that to a woman. I mean, like you've had that moment where you like take a shit and the only person around is a broad and you're like, I don't give a Now with cell phones, you can send it to your buddies. But back in the day, you had to be like, someone yeah. has to witness that this yeah. Every once in a while you do. It's rare. It's like, it's like every 10 years you take a shit that kind of fucks you up. Yeah, like and you, you don't know look how it at came it, out of your and body. you don't know that that just happened. No, like, whoa, that's whoa, fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not. They did stretchy. a whole episode yeah, on that. Yeah, and, and even but it's so real life shit. Like, literally. Um, <laughs> but I once ate at PF Chang's and. <laughs> And I had to rock the house afterwards. And I mean, I swear to God, it was one of those, you know, where you're just like, this is, you're freaked out. Like, you're like, why can't I control myself? Like, I'm fucking, basically, I'm going to shit myself. I've never shit myself. And this is about to happen if I don't get home. Like, pure pain. And literally, all I could think about while I'm sitting there, just like holding my gut, just like praying that I get home in time, was (laughs) that episode. And I bet the genesis that was Trey Parker was sitting in his car, dying, trying to get home from P.F. Chang's and like and shit the biggest shit yeah and said there's an episode you know so it's vulgar it's beautiful it's smart sometimes it's even touching I mean it's just it's one of the greatest shows ever made I agree a really quick great moment this is just another one just who doesn't want to laugh again is that episode (laughs) when they like have the ninja they're ninjas and they do that they go half an anime that moment where there, there's the speech going on, and Cartman thinks he's invisible, and he is <laughs> yes. in you're in anime yes. mode, and he goes invisible, and he starts. I got something to tell you. I've never seen that episode. Oh, oh my, my god, god I don't know that episode. Oh well, then fuck. I'm gonna ruin this. I can't. Never mind. Okay, I'll shut my ears. Go. Tell, tell, talk, talk, talk. All right. So anyway, when Cartman <laughs> and you see that he's invisible, yes. and he walks over, and Gets he walks by, and then it cuts to reality, and he's walking by that stage, and he's butt naked, and he has the tiniest. Are you still telling the story? And he has the tiniest pecker of all time, and you see his little pecker there, and everyone can see him. It's just it's making a noise. Oh, and it's like just it's I got, just I got it. When they're in the fucking the religious band, and Cartman's cool. like they they're trying to go oh, Frankenstein. Yeah. No, still talking. Holy shit! Okay, cool, cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, what, dude. What was that? Fuck the the religious band. Uh, Faith plus one. Yes, uh, that was it. it was the boy band. No, no, we gotta look for Lorne. Yeah, finger bang. That's going back even. I mean, there's, it's, they're just so, it's so amazing. God, when they do the, the Simpsons, oh. 
Jones Simpsons Brothers did it. Simpsons, Simpsons did it. Oh, Jones Fucking Bros. Professor Just Chaos. Oh, Bros. the Coonan Friends, the yeah. three-parter Coonan Friends. So funny. To the great when Cthulhu fucking <laughs> kills <laughs> Justin be, Bieber. Be, Carbon be friends. Justin him. Bieber impersonation. The girls get the tingle. That's why they're going there. Yeah. And Mickey Mouse comes in. He's all badass. Oh, the Mickey Mouse. Oh, Mickey Mouse on a tantrum. He's been in that two or three times. Yeah, yeah. That Mickey Mouse. What the fuck's going on here? What the fuck's going on here? It's so ridiculous. I love it. It's yeah, John. What John, get in. All right, now Swavesy, you want your come out of the booth. What about the one when the internet goes down? Oh, going out to California. Internet. They got the internet out there. Anything with Randy. is just Randy's. Okay, so quick poll. Heard you're going California way. Going out to California. It's a setup of the Dust Bowl. Yeah, I mean it's a setup. Of a John Steinbeck yeah. novel, and people it's, are watching this not knowing what they're seeing. You know, it's unbelievable. Favorite favorite characters. characters. That's a great question. Who's, yeah. Or you have an all. Give us your favorites and your all time favorite. You get three. You get three. You get three. Because everybody knows Randy's come strong in later South Park. <sighs> always, always has. Uh, always has. Yeah. So so Butters obviously is incredible. I mean, how can you really pick? However, yeah, let's just have a consensus. We're yeah. all going to pick the same ones. Cartman Ain't, to me is the single greatest character. Of course. Not necessarily my favorite, but he is the he is the Rosetta Stone of that yeah, show. Yeah, certainly. Who who is real life uh, in Bobby Bobby Connor as Cartman? Yeah, absolutely. Or or one or the other. They've kind of crossed in yeah. some weird Star Trek yeah. one where the computer becomes the person. Like Bobby Connor, <laughs> our old is Eric tour Cartman. manager, is yes. Eric Cartman, absolutely. and Eric Cartman is Bobby Connor. You know? What's strange is I there is an old interview where they talk about how basically when they started the show. Uh, Stan was supposed to be Trey Parker and Kyle was supposed to be Matt Stone. They said, as they started going along, they realized that those are really just the most ideal versions of themselves and they're both really just Cartman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so it's, it's basically, he's like basically the devil to the, I mean, and we all know he's the bad side there, like, of course, their consciousness, but God, it's, it's oh, perfect. It's I perfect. just, I love it dearly. So, so who are your favorites? I, I love fucking, I love Butters. Mm. I love Professor Chaos. <laughs> He's incredible in his little episodes. And I mean, obviously, Randy, <laughs> Randy is the best. Professor Randy's Randy my favorite is. character. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Randy Butters. God, that zombies Cartman. episode where he's like, they're just chained. Walmart episode. Dude, nobody likes, nobody the likes the Walmart. The homeless people. <laughs> yeah. Something Walmart this way comes. Yeah. I, it's just, you know, I, I, I got to say that one of my, my favorites is Hanky, dude. I mean, Hanky does no wrong. He's not in it a lot, but when he shows up, when he's got the drunk wife yeah. that he oh, just has marital problems, dude. Oh. What about Kenny's parents? Yeah. <laughs> Kenny. Mysterion. Oh, man. I mean, just... Princess Kenny. Yeah. God, so good. God, it's so good. And it just keeps getting better and better and better. And it's one of our favorite shows. And I think it's... parties. Oh, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Kyle Frog. Kyle Frog. When he has to kill his stuffed animals. Oh, my God. That is a funny lie. Kyle the Frog, no! And he's like... You just see him kind of like lurking. (laughs) Kyle Frog, when he gives that speech when he's doing the funeral about Kyle Frog, it's a, it's actually kind of this weird, kind of sick, touching episode where you actually feel bad. He's like letting go of his childhood, but man, when he starts going after everybody because he thinks that they killed his stuffed yeah. animals, like oh. say, so, hey, do you care? Clyde, Clyde Frog, Clyde, Clyde Frog, Clyde Frog. <laughs> what a big fan you are, uh, Kyle Frog, Clyde Frog, <laughs> Clyde Frog. So good. Well, hey, we ran in on one of our favorite shows. Again, always thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word. Keep those topics and suggestions coming. You can be sure to fire us on Twitter at Army of Freshmen. 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. Spoonie DX. And uh, obviously, you know, keep tuning in, keep spreading the word. We thank you for spreading the word. We know it's tough to get these podcasts off the ground, but we're there for you. We're keeping it real. What you need, John? Oh, my God. We almost forgot shitting on golds. Wow. Whoa. Our most popular segment. We just almost. Once again, guess who's supposed to be here today? The power of South Park. No, he wasn't supposed to be here. I didn't invite him to this one. Oh, well. Fuck him then. Never mind then. Um, Then shit on. (laughs) Shit on. I have a shitting on gold story. Right. It's one of the all-time classic shitting on golds. We decided to have an activities day many years ago. We used to have a lot of free time to think that we you could took do mine. that. Now. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. yeah, we had an activities day. So once a week, we were all gonna, you know, guys in the band or whoever's available, go mini golfing or go bowling or go, you know, the batting cage. <laughs> we were gonna know. do some sort of sport, like something, like something. Yeah. Like, not too a, sporty, but as homies, like yeah. as friends, you know. Like, yeah, go throw the ball around, whatever it is. We do it for one week, huge success. Week two comes around. Well, first week, what do we do? We, we go golfing. Went go- mini golfing, right? No, we went real golfing. Second oh, week was mini real golfing. Real golfing. Oh, okay, gotcha. I got made fun of too. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've only went golfing twice in my whole life, and there was like a bunch of people waiting. I went up. I thought this shit be easy. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> first time I pulled that club back and fucking missed that ball and kicked up about fifty feet of dirt. And literally, an old man behind me was like, "God damn it! Do we really have to wait for this?" I mean, like it was like yeah. it was like it was like seriously, you had to be there, dude. It was like, and I don't mean this in a mean way to insult anyone, but it was like a cripple trying to hit a ball. I mean, I was just literally just I couldn't hit you the kind, thing. I'm you like, kind of are crippled. It was like, like a blessing. Like, All I could think is, I how, thought that was gonna be me. I was like, how is this so hard to hit? I mean, it's a little goddamn ball. Like, <laughs> then old you people finally golf. fucking hit that thing and it goes off all willy nilly. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, I hit a, I hit a moving car because it's it was, on, it was on this. It's at this course golf course at? that is. There's a Satikoy. Yeah, it's, it's a cheap course. one. Just so you guys don't know, Only nine holes. It's a, yeah, nine holes. It's cheap and it's you know marginally cared for. But there is <laughs> is one. The the first being kind. half is along a road and I they have a big huge fence up well I managed to wing that fucker over that giant net like a thousand feet in the fucking air and it landed on a moving car driving towards us just happened to hit the fuck like just one of those I'd be so pissed don't drive by golf course I do it once (laughs) a week I'm not into Satikoy, but anyway, you know. yeah. So that happened. That was that so, was activity day so, one. So, so. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so activity day two, we go to do activity day two, and guess who's not answering the phone? Aaron. Aaron is MIA, and we basically, I think, who was it? Kai? Was it me? You and and Crotch? I think something, something like that. So we basically Crotch was in town. Our homie Crotch, Crotch was in town. So we had Chicago. a friend out from Chicago. So it was like activity day. So we go and we're like, Kai and I were like, fuck this. We're not letting Aaron get out of activity day. Let's like just he said, drive he's going to do his it. House on the way he's to the on. We know there's a reason he's not answering his phone. Let's just drop by and you know kidnap him. So Aaron at the time lived with his parents, right? Yeah. So and we drive by and his car's out front, which means he's he's, he's home. home. So he's his us. parents don't live near anything he's walking. Us. So we go to the door and we oh, bang 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 on the door. College and nobody answers, and we bang 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 on the door, and we're, it's like, and we're, and we're calling, yeah. And like, because he knows what's up, he yeah, knows yeah. that we're trying to hunt him down for activity day. <laughs> so eventually, you see his head poke out the window and looks at us, you know. So it's like, okay, that's who it is. He comes to the door and he cracks it open ever so slightly. He's like, What's up? Like, hey that kind of like, Hey guys. And, he's and like, he hates being put on the spot, just in case you don't know. Like, nothing makes him weirder. Like, he could never yeah. get away with a murder because yeah. he just, like, he cracks under pressure. Yeah, or he could, one way or another. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With so, that and showing up unannounced at his house. So yeah, he opens the door, exactly. he's cracked, and we're like, dude, why are you in a towel? It's like daytime, you know what I mean, right? And then it's totally like, we look at his arm, and he's holding the door. And I noticed something strange about, like, his arm didn't look right. And I'm like... Did you shave your arm? And he's like, uh, just, I'm just 
trying it for like the first time. I just wanted to see like what it was like. And then the door opens a little more, and his whole chest is shaved. It's like, so, wait a second. Yeah, here. you're going on it. Dave. You have no hair in your body. What's going on? Why, yeah. why are you on your eyebrows? So why which, is that all which, which is very rare for Aaron. Yeah, we're like, He's a yeah, very hairy, hairy, it's act, hairy man. It's which activity day. He didn't answer his phone for three hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's activity day. And of course, Aaron's like, oh, I'm, that was his activity. I'm going on a date with like a girl. I, I can't go, whatever. So kind of like, ah, whatever, we roll. But obviously, you can imagine, we just got the biggest kick out of it because this is before like i don't want to say before manscaping but aaron literally probably was shit you know shit yeah. manscaping around occurred, that, it was around that he, time he took manscaping to a very he, he took it to a golf green flat, level. flat out he dissed activity like day taking to, a nair bath he dissed, yeah. yeah he dissed activity day to go on a date we caught him getting ready for the date when he happened to have the first time he ever experimented with shaving his arms and he hasn't done it since but you know what well, turned out this girl was into hairless dudes remember he told Told us that later. Oh, really? Like yeah, years later? Thing. No, not not far after that. She like she was into like, hey, shaved your whole body. <laughs> so Goldie yeah, didn't yeah, go yeah. on that. I guarantee you his fucking legs were shaved. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even a swimmer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he was swimming. <laughs> it's been a great episode of shitting on golds, and uh, you know, he's got full hair now. There's no shaving, but we he's walked in swim. on him the he, one time he experiment because he probably would have hid for like a week till that shit grew back because he knew he would insult. He would just come all long he was yeah, exactly. The whole joke of it is the fact he's got the door kink so we can't see that he's all yeah. shaved up but he couldn't stop the fact that his hands holding the door you know and he, no he had to reach down to grab his dog Blake was that's what it was that's, that's why we saw the hands and so the arm came out when he grabbed Blake yeah, and, and it was like bare ass yeah, yeah totally <laughs> and, like and he knew he was busted just like, yeah. what in the fuck yeah cause you're saying when you see somebody that does something and like you don't that. have the balls to tell your bros like Hey, going I'm gonna on go a date. Fucking- and that was our biggest problem. Just tell us, dude, I'm going on a yeah. date instead of guys. Dudes, night. We okay. understand. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, you should yeah, have We took that stuff hard back then, though. It was just like, well, you don't dish your boys. To be you fair, don't we, boys. Did, we did you know? plan that we. You know, we planned that we we didn't have anything to do then, man. Yeah. Like, we didn't have jobs. Like we could have planned that date anytime. It was, and it was like probably we were doing activity day on a Wednesday, and yeah, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem for anyone to attend. No, you it was, know it was like I mean? middle of the day. We were at a, a mini golf course, and we were the only motherfuckers <laughs> there. That only happens weekdays. It's so funny, people must have just been like, "Dude, what is this guys don't have jobs?" Like, "Oh, we're going on tour soon. It's just activity week." Yeah. You know, just smash. what are these grown men doing in fucking skinny jeans at the golf course? This is weird. <laughs> Well, it's probably been another long episode, but hey, we thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Hope the holidays are going great or starting to go great for everybody. And uh, we have some exciting topics coming up and we're going to start bringing in guests next year. We have the idea yes. to bring some guests and some exciting guests and we still got some big news coming on all sorts of fronts. Once again, you're listening to Fresh Talk with me, Chris. Hi. And Dan. Boobs. Hey, Talk y'all. Talk to you soon. Boobs. <laughs>